You don't know that you are saying these things to a princess and that if I chose, I could wave my hand and order you to execution. I only spare you because I am a princess, a little princess, Frances Hodgson Burnett. Greetings. Salutations. I'm Frances. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading the Princess Diaries book series by Meg Cabot. All right. So it is still Sunday, March 14th, which if you will just take your mind back to like six weeks ago, maybe (laughs) (laughs) when we did (laughs) on our break week, uh, we are recording again. Um, I would just like to comment that that was a very violent quote. (laughs) (laughs) It was something. It was was something. That was wild. Um, It was well read. But, oh, thank you so much. Um, But most importantly, Mm. Jordan. Yes. We have a very special guest today. We have a very (laughs) special guest today. I would like to preface by saying we will be reading Valentine Princess today. And we are going to be joined by... My Valentine. Aww. He is a pharmacist. <laughs> he loves to travel. He has the two cutest dogs ever, is lucky enough to be married to an amazing wife, and is the <laughs> handsomest man in the world. <laughs> Everyone, please welcome my amazing husband, my forever Valentine, Reed. Yo, Aww. yo, yo. Greetings and salutations. Turn my mic up. I wasn't ready and I didn't want to cut it off. I didn't want my laugh to cut it off. So I had to cover my mouth. This wasn't ready. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This got away from me way earlier than I expected. Oh goodness. Um, Well, here we are. Green's finally joining us. It's so exciting. Before we dive into talking about, before we become thoughts for plot. Reed, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with The Princess Diaries up until this point in your life? Yes, yes, will do. Um, well, first of all, thank y'all tons for having me. Thank you for joining us. Thanks I for feel, being uh, here. I feel honestly just legit honored to Aww. be considered for the podcast because you guys at this point have had like several very prominent or will have several very prominent, no spoilies, guests. Um, <laughs> so just happy to be considered considering I'm not um, an OG Genovian. <laughs> um, but so my, just like you guys, basically the same story. Like I got super into the princess diaries, like shortly after turning 28. <laughs> it's just, like, I know it's such a, such a cliche story, <laughs> but no. So all of my, all of my initial intro into the world of princess Mia was through the podcast diaries. So prior to the pod, I'd never um, I never read any of the books, hadn't seen the movies. I didn't even know the, the general premise. <laughs> general premise. Um, so when when you guys were starting to go record, Jordan kind of explained to me the the plot. And it was actually not up until that point that I realized the podcast diaries and the vampire diaries are two just completely separate the, entities. The princess diaries. Yes, yeah, excuse me. The princess, <laughs> the princess diaries and the vampire diaries. The podcast and the podcast diaries. diaries. And the vampire diaries. But no, the princess diaries and the vampire diaries are not the same thing. If you guys didn't know that, because um, when Jordan was explaining the plot, I got she got to the end of it, and I'm just kind of like, well, where the, where the, vampires? the vampires come into play? <laughs> but those are different things. The sequel. Oh my so, gosh. Um, 
so yeah, I uh, I listened to several episodes of the podcast diaries before I actually started reading the books, um, mostly just because I was reading another book when y'all started airing episodes that I really wanted to finish before I transitioned over, and that just took me like forever to read. <laughs> um, and since then, I've almost caught up to where y'all are with airing with the episodes that are aired. Um, oh wow. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I have I've loved the series, so I'm obviously a little biased because you guys are amazing and wildly entertaining. But I really, really have loved reading in the context of being able to keep up with the podcast. So I love being able to have like my own winner loser biggest bully. <laughs> that type of thing. But even outside of the context of the podcast diaries, I really love. I think I would just love the series in general. Um, so Meg Cabot is hilarious, first and foremost. Um, but also, you know, I think I'm not adding anything original at this point with with this thought. But nonetheless, I really <laughs> love that that Meg has really addressed a lot of important issues. Um, she's been really seems like she's very purposeful and tactful in addressing those issues, but does it in a really kind of seamless manner with the added level of complexity of doing it from the the vantage point of a dramatic teenage girl so true snaps to queen meg snaps to queen meg yeah. always always snaps to queen meg solid and, perspective yeah. thank yeah. you yeah and i mean i think also snaps to you because you are what a supportive husband you are i know i was <laughs> gonna save that for the end but i can dive in oh now, i'm sorry I, yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say that rita's <laughs> been so freaking supportive from like the day i was like oh francis and i are talking about doing a podcast he was just immediately like awesome and just <laughs> it's been very nice to feel so supportive so thank you for that and we're so excited to talk to you about valentine princess oh my goodness yes i was very excited about this i definitely did not read this one earlier so i am super stoked to talk about I, this plot i really liked this book i, did too. <laughs> I yeah. mean we'll get into it but i feel like it has given me a new appreciation for valentine's day um, oh yeah which is, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll, give, a, I'll give a synopsis real quick yeah, and then we'll, we'll get into it. All right. Uh, so Mia finds an old journal from freshman year, which details her first Valentine's with Michael. One day at princess lessons, Gramir's astrologist predicts that Mia will end up with a Leo. Panicking due to the fact that Michael is a Capricorn, Mia confides in Tina and Tina convinces Mia that she needs to fight for Michael by making their first Valentine's day together perfect. Lily and Michael both agree that Valentine's Day is a lame scam. Helen convinces Mia that she shouldn't give up on Valentine's Day just because Michael isn't into it. Mia agrees and gives Michael a homemade Valentine. She accepts Valentine's plans with Tina and she and Michael agree that they'll create their own special tradition the day after Valentine's Day. How nice. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, very, very um, so quickly, I think the central theme of this book is don't let others dictate what is special to you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just good advice all around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I'm so glad we can all agree. Um, all right, cool. Well, that was good. Good recording. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll wrap up. Um, so this book is kind of fun because it's like a it's like retroactive <laughs> in, yeah. in a sense. It's yeah. um, Mia in sophomore year is it at the end of sophomore year where she yes it's the end of sophomore year she's trying to get on the plane to go to Genovia for the summer for the summer right yeah. and she finds an old journal that she had been looking for that was about her first 
Valentine's Day with Michael. And I would like to quickly note that she describes her cat as yellow in this book, which Ooh. is different from him previously being described as orange. Ooh. Um, Maybe this is her taking, because she's writing it like a, she's a screenplay. Uh, yes. maybe, it's, maybe, for the, maybe for the movie. She, she's picturing uh, Fat, uh, Fat Louie as, as yellow instead of orange. It's a, you know, a creative choice. Yeah, it's a creative choice. Absolutely. Yeah. So the old journal kicks off with Mia going to a princess lessons and Grandmere has an astrologist there, Dr. Mm-hmm. Steve. And Mia basically equates him to Rasputin. And we had a conversation, Rita and I had a conversation earlier about how to <laughs> pronounce that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Rasputin. Um, Rasputin. Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Who, how was, what was the other pronunciation? We just weren't sure. Oh, Rasputal. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had well, to Google actually, a lot of I things. have a question though. On a scale mm. of one to ten, how narcissistic slash weird is it to reread your old diary when you've only just written it a year ago? Yeah, <laughs> I think if you're re- reading it ten years later, <laughs> yeah, I don't know though. Maybe maybe she regularly re- re- rereads them, and that's why she was so excited to find it. Maybe, yeah. Good question. Because it was like it was behind her bed, as if she had right. Like, just been looking at it yeah so maybe maybe <laughs> she was. very often um before so, we get too far away from the point i just want to say that there's no way that rasputin is not a death eater have you seen that dude oh god oh, fast. yeah no no, no yeah that's yeah he's 100%. scary yeah 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 um that's all i had (laughs) um so dr steve predicts that grammaire is in danger of harm and will soon receive a marriage proposal so it's important to file that away that's his astrological prediction um and there's a mia's talking about all sorts of good stuff and there's a very funny quote on page eight read i know you really like this quote would you like to read it yeah this is probably my favorite quote in the series so far <laughs> but it is it would be like if josh hartnett started dating little debbie of snack cake fame mm, little debbie's <laughs> <laughs> which is just hilarious it's great. she's talking about if like somebody was dating josh richter or something oh yeah if she was dating josh Richter, right i was like this is weird she's saying he's intelligent and gorgeous oh i forgot they were (laughs) like Mm -hmm. this is when she was still on the josh Richter train (laughs) so special um and we all aspire to be of snack cake fame (laughs) i think we all aspire yeah indeed i agree um what's important in this scene though is dr steve immediately tells mia that she's gonna end up with a leo Mm mm-hmm uh, Francis, you're a Leo. Is that correct? I am a Leo. Yes. I tried to look up a uh, certain character's birthday, but it was not available. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought about that too. <laughs> yeah, it um, wasn't available. So I don't know. I don't Well, there is another that. another character that's noted as a Leo. We'll get to it. Um, but Ooh. Mia, I'll get to it. <laughs> oh, <in laughs> it'll this be the book? best surprise. Yeah. Oh, is it in this book? Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. I was going to be like, tell me off pod. Who is it? I want to know. Okay. No, sorry. We'll, okay. We'll get to it. It's okay. very, very exciting excited. friends. Yes, yes. Um, okay. So t- Mia tells Tina about the astrologist. She doesn't really think it's that big a deal, but Tina does. <laughs> Tina's right. like, oh my God. Like if your Valentine's Day isn't perfect with Michael, then you're you might end up with a Leo. <laughs> yeah, you're totally screwed. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, which is fair. Which is fair. Who knows what could happen? If you don't have the most perfect first Valentine's Day ever, 
Are y'all going to talk about your first Valentine's Day? I certainly hope so. I just as you said that, I was trying to think of, of it. <laughs> I don't I, We were I, in college. Yeah, y'all's first Valentine was shortly after it. you finally admitted you were dating. <laughs> So <laughs> Francis will never ever let me live this down. She, no, she will me. be she roast me. She'll be no, eulogizing but, us at our funeral and be like, remember when you guys said you weren't dating? <laughs> You're dead now. <laughs> but it wasn't just me, it was also your mother. Yes. Okay. It we was Francis together. Francis and Ellen just roast me like I am Boris every chance they oh, get. No. I think this is more, I I feel like, well, because I was really only getting one side of it. So it's mostly, it is mostly mostly for Jordan. We're not dating. I do not remember. To put that blame on Jordan. I don't remember what we did for our first Valentine's Day. I, we used to have this weird tradition where on Sundays we would drink that strawberry Andre and watch Myrtle Manor. (laughs) That's probably what we did. did It's so romantic. Um, Have your own little traditions, friends. We'll get into it. Um. Manor. What it, our most recent Valentine's Day, we watched the movie Valentine's Oh, I talked about that recently, actually. Um, watched the movie Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. By Gary yeah. Marshall. Um, okay, so circling back to the plot, Mia, this is just like we've talked about 80 different times. Mia didn't think about much about Valentine's Day until Tina was like, if you don't take this seriously, you will lose him forever. And then Mia was like, well, fuck. Like, I gotta, I gotta get on this. Um, so, yeah, you know, we've talked about it a million times. We don't need to harp on it. It's just Mia, again, not thinking about anything until someone else tells her to. I felt, and- I just want to say that I felt like a real Genovian. Like, I really belonged here by, like, as soon as I saw the word astrologist in this book, I knew that this plot was going to entail Mia like this guy telling Mia something about her <laughs> destiny and she is gonna fucking death spiral over <laughs> yes. that's exactly what happened excellent prediction oh, that is yeah. what happens basically um page 18 Mia says and as usual it's all Grandmere's fault why'd she <laughs> yeah. have to go and hire a stupid astrologist anyway why can't she hire a chiropractor like a normal grandma <laughs> like, add this Another to the list line. of what normal grandmas supposedly do chiropractors I mean, <laughs> top <what>? of the list <laughs> um this well and the way she tries to subtly bring up valentine's day too is Mm -hmm. great i mean like yeah it's so obvious and she's like so lily like and of all the people lily obviously we already know before we ask the question we know how she's gonna feel but she asked lily what they're doing for what she and boris are gonna do for valentine's day and she says valentine's day are you on crack Mia's response is so great yeah she goes I wish Lily wouldn't ask me if I'm on crack in front of her brother. I mean, I know Michael knows I don't use drugs, but it's like totally rude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so Mia. And I mean, raise your hand if you're shocked that Lily thinks Valentine's Day is stupid. No hands. No hands. No hands anywhere. in the air. I, I did feel like I've never felt more douchey about my own opinions on Valentine's Day. So <laughs> I had to read that they like, semi line up with Lily's. <laughs> okay. that's, that's the low point of of my experience with the princess I diary so far. i don't think you're alone in that no i mean i don't think it's so. definitely a much more apathetic approach to valentine's day yeah. like i don't i don't actively hate it right <laughs> lily is definitely act in, in the active hatred category she makes a real aggressive argument about yeah. it uh-huh. michael kind of does he's like yeah it's lame and i mean we all know that like the 
traditional conventions of Valentine's Day are a scam, like the chocolates and the flowers and that you have to get a reservation at the best restaurant in town. Like right. everybody knows. Um, speaking of the best restaurant in town, <laughs> Josh, I have a thing. Oh, yes. Josh is taking Lana. Well, hold on. Sorry. Let me back up for a second. Michael basically is like, oh, yeah, Valentine's Day is dumb. And Mia's like, huh, yeah. But she's <laughs> freaking out on the inside. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I totally agree. It's the dumbest thing ever. I hate it. <laughs> so stupid. I've never hated anything more. Um, but so we find out that Josh is taking Lana to one if by land, two if by sea, which is a real restaurant. It is. Did you New look up? Did yeah, you look it up the prices? Oh, okay. Did wait? Did you look up the prices? Yeah, because there was only there's only yeah, there's only four <laughs> pop culture things, but oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I added that one, but let's just do it now since there's so few. I looked up, so the three-course prefix at One If By Land... Oh, wait, sorry, are you going to read these? Oh, no, yeah, let's just do it now. Okay. The three-course prefix menu at One If By Land, Two If By Sea. Do you want to guess? Do you know? Oh, oh no, you I looked, looked up. up. Yeah, it's was $109. Um, Which I don't think pricey, is but that crazy for New it's, York it's, for yeah, three It wasn't course. as crazy... Yeah, it wasn't as crazy as I expected. The chef's tasting was one fifty. It was like seven items, plus a sixty dollars wine pairing. If you want, okay. here's what's interesting. Lana says that Josh's. De- Don't look. You're supposed to guess. Did you see? <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping that in. Lana's <laughs> dad is going to make sure they get a bottle of Cristal. I tried to look up how much Cristal is at One If By Land, Two If By Sea, but I couldn't find it. But I did find out how much a bottle at Total Wine costs. Did you look oh, this up, Francis? No, I didn't look this up. I know that Jay-Z has um, beef with the owner of Cristal because he said some racist shit about rappers rapping about Cristal. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, I would think... So this is the bottle cost at Total Wine, at not Total Wine. at the restaurant. <laughs> right. So it's probably cheaper. Uh, well, I'm yes. going to say 120. Do you have a guess? I was going to guess 170. The correct answer is $289. Jesus H. <laughs> one <laughs> bottle at Total Wine. So at one if by land, two if I see, it's probably like $1,000. I mean, like, probably. That's so too much money. That's too much how money. Lovely. A case of Andre costs like $7. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Andre isn't bad. Andre it's not really bad. Not it's bad. amazing. And it yeah. has the twist off top. You can't ask for more. For easy access. Um, and, but imagine you're eating Valentine's dinner at one if by land and two if by sea, and you see two fucking teenagers sitting at a table <laughs> drinking champagne okay. that's more than you make in a month. Like, it's <laughs> insane. Oh my God. That would Ridiculous. be upsetting. That would certainly be upsetting. Not acceptable. But anyway, in this scene, there's a cameo from who hates it when they put corn in the chili who mm-hmm. we know at this point is jp reynolds abernathy the fourth but yes. at this point in mia's life she doesn't know him yet um and okay this is precious boris grabs mia like into the supply closet to show her that he has bought lily a heart-shaped pendant i'm sorry and they keep saying what it's called. From it's cool. a simulated ruby heart pendant. <laughs> yes, from, J- from K Jewelers. From K Jewelers. Yeah. Every so kiss begins cute. with K. Which, how at this point does Boris not know that this will not be received well? Well, they haven't been dating that long. Well, they've been dating long enough for him to know. Um, yeah, like he's met her. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> True. Uh, it's 
it's so sweet though like it's precious and I I just want to wrap Boris up in a big hug. I know, right? And he probably like saved money. I know. To get it too. I like want to cry thinking about it. Yeah. But wait, it's okay. Because we know it's going to be fine for him. We know it's, it'll be fine. It'll up be until fine. where we are in the books. Yes, exactly. Um, so wonderful news. Grammaire's canceled Princess Lessons to go on Larry King with Dr. Steve. Um, and there's a funny, <laughs> Mia keeps thinking about this guy as Rasputin and literally <laughs> just writes virgin hair <laughs> <laughs> because apparently Rasputin had boxes of hair hidden in his walls. I did not know that. And that's obvious. That's very distressing. That's something that Real really grosses me out. You like hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's nasty and creepy. Yeah, that's yeah. It's so awful. That, I mean, maybe he was using it as insulation. Should we? I'm sorry. Did you say this? Are you going to talk about who this is, or should we talk about it now? Or is who? it in pop culture? Rasputin. Oh, we've already talked about him. Oh, he's a Death Eater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no. We um, talked about him in. Um, oh, you're right. With the Romanovs, yeah. he's like the con artist. Yeah. Guy. Um. Okay. Wait. This has come up at a different time in the series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not Briefly. We didn't talk part. about it a lot, but yeah. anyway, it's just funny. Virgin hair in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mia asks Mr. G and Helen what they're going to do for Valentine's Day because of course now she's mentally spiraling out of control. About, <laughs> she needs to know what everyone else is going to be she doing. She has to know what everyone else yeah. is doing. And it's really cute. Mr. G's like, I'm taking her out and she's like too pregnant, but they're going to do something nice anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's very sweet. I feel um, like if, sorry, I feel like Grandmare would absolutely have accidentally joined a cult and not realize it. <laughs> Just from the way she's I think reacting. She did. <laughs> I know, right? Like the way that she's reacting to Dr. Steve is 100%. She would have heard someone be like, have you heard? Uh, like, there's this man. He has, yeah. his name's Charles and he has some amazing ideas. <laughs> He's got some pretty funny ideas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do think she is susceptible. Just major Manson family vibes. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, the Dr. Steve thing, it's getting a little weird. They're going mm-hmm. on Larry King because that's what you do. Um, but I guess later, me and Lily are IMing and she asks Lily, why doesn't Michael like Valentine's Day? And Lily's like, well, he's not really the type. Well, and also, so, like, I think we should note that Michael's not like super anti Valentine's Day. He just said, like, no, he was like, like yeah, that's dumb. not my thing. But right. He also, like, it's almost comical how clearly he lays out to Mia, like, exactly why he doesn't really want to acknowledge Valentine's yeah. Day. And then, still, 20 pages later, she's having this, like, she's on this rant like brainstorming <laughs> ideas as to why she thinks he doesn't <laughs> like Valentine's Day yes, her when he list. just like spelled it out word for word. Exactly. I think it's just a good representation of how her anxiety about these like meaningless and over-dramatized issues ends up having a legitimate impact on her reality and her relationship. She oh my gosh, is, yeah, absolutely. She's well like said. a mastermind <laughs> of manifesting problems. Very well said. Yeah, that was very well said. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she is. Yeah, he did say he was like, no, it's Valentine. She, he, and Lily kind of argue over where Valentine's Day like originated, and then he says, yeah, like, there's like a few different stories. Scam. What? There's a few different stories that like yeah. go along with it, which like are all 
I'm sure in some way historically accurate and yeah, like I'm they sure all it's a combination. Right. Yeah. Um, I wrote in my notes, drink every time they say simulated Ruby heart pendant, because it felt like that was set, said a lot. <laughs> um, and, and also, Tina so Mia brings, so what? Tina wants one so bad. Yes. Tina wants one really bad. Mia brings it up, the simulated Ruby heart pendant. And Lily says, snark. And then Mia's like, oh shit. Like, she's not going to like Boris's gift. <laughs> what does even sound like? Does she literally just go, snark? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> A simulated Ruby heart pendant, snark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or is it just like... I- <sighs> Like, is it just yeah. like a noise? Like, or oh. like a, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you guys think snark sounds like. Oh, goodness. Anyway, okay. For part of the whole book, Mia asks Mr. G if he's always been into Valentine's Day. And he says no. But now that he's with Helen, he thinks it's a nice way for them to acknowledge what they mean to each other. And I think that is so nice and like honest, I guess. Yeah. I think it's it's very sweet. And I think, well, I'll say, I'll give my thoughts at the end, but I really okay. liked Mia asking Mr. G mm-hmm. like a personal question and that him giving nice. like a frank response. I don't know. It was just good. Well, it is good too that he's like, he is still very... Um, reasonable he says mm-hmm. i wouldn't go so far as to say that valentine's day is a perfectly legitimate holiday but you know mia whether or not you believe in valentine's day doesn't really matter what matters is whether or not you're a good friend to people who care about you and who care about you wait mm-hmm. you care about and who care about you did i say that right i think so mm-hmm. okay <laughs> um yeah but yeah he's just like that's perfectly reasonable advice and mm-hmm. say you know you don't have to believe in valentine's day like it's kind of whatever yeah I think she takes this advice in particular to heart, though. I'll bring that up again later. But she's also, sidebar, still panicking about the Leo boy. Who yeah, which is so exist. weird. Like, again, <laughs> yeah. like, something that truly doesn't matter and has in no way manifested. But mm-hmm. she's like, there's someone out there. It's Somebody like out there who I'm supposed to be with. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. I love how also at the start, like, when they introduce Dr. Steve, she talks specifically talks about, like, how she just doesn't put in, she's not going to put any stock in anything that he says, <laughs> yes, but yes. then, you know, the whole story yeah. is like fully clutching it, yeah. to this Leo thing. For the next five days thinking it's about so, nothing else. <laughs> it's so true. She didn't want him to tell her anything and he like insisted. And then she was like, well, fuck, now I have to think about this for all eternity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is weird. Our, yeah, yes. Which is weird too. Cause I want to know, like, is that like a thing? Are there any psychics listening? Tell us, tell us if someone says they don't want to hear, do you respect them enough to be like, oh, okay, they don't want to hear. That's fine. You like, is there, a code? is there a code that yeah. goes along with being a psychic that you just like get when you get your powers? Let us know. Let us know. I've always wanted to go to a psychic. We should go went, when we go to New York. I went to one in New Orleans when I was like 16. And How'd it go? she said I would marry someone with the initials JB. And so I said, "Those are my initials. Oh my, <laughs> my first and middle name, at least." I, well, I went Jonas Brothers. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was 2008. It was yeah. It was so 2008 was this before Justin Bieber. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I don't. Oh, God, that's I, interesting. Yeah. Do you know anyone whose initials are JB? Yeah. <laughs> Not anyone I'm interested in, though. <laughs> okay. 
Ouch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but it has Anything. stuck in my head. Like now that I'm thinking about it, like I have thought about that for like yeah. for a decade, basically. Did the, did the psychic have any other predictions? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember. I really want to go was, to one. Yeah. I mean, it was like not super legit. It was just like on the side of the road in New Orleans. So that's legit. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. 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 It's super New Orleans. Super yeah. yeah. In New Orleans. I, think uh, I feel like it it's about as legit as you can yeah. get for a psychic. Yeah. There's a psychic near the car wash here. here? <laughs> like a one off Brownsville. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> All I want to do, though, is like go to a psychic and be like, I bet you're expecting this. <laughs> You've been expecting me. <laughs> Let's <stuff>. do this. <laughs> Okay, we have something really important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Judith Gershner. Judith Gershner. I wrote mm-hmm. in parentheses, huge boobs. <laughs> yeah. Me and such huge boobs. She. Uh, sorry. I was just going to say, I also just thought it was super funny how delusional it is to think she has like lingering feelings for Michael because she ate his garlic bread that he left there. Because yeah. if that's the standard, like I have a crush on literally everyone ever. <laughs> everyone <laughs> left garlic No garlic bread, bread I won't eat. I well, mean, I guess so too though, like what are our feelings on this? Because like I was a little like, oh that's weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. So wait, had he already eaten off of the garlic bread? I, I think she says yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, it was a part right, of the garlic bread he had, but he she eats more of his food, but, but he, she does specifically eat a piece of bread that he had bitten into. Oh okay. which is but a yeah, little like oh. Mia does note that she's very comfortable eating his food. Um yeah yes (laughs) okay so judith pops by the lunch table to remind michael about the science fair deadline and michael's like oh fuck and he runs off and then judith sits (laughs) down and starts eating his food and mia of course is like what the hell like why is she eating his food blah 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 um let's just file that away let's put a pin in it um mia asks judith she judith has a boyfriend what they're doing for Valentine's Day. And Judith's kind of like, she's kind of blase about it. Like Michael, like, I don't know, nothing. Maybe we'll go to dinner. Doesn't, Doesn't she matter. Say some, she, she says something rude about Judith. She's like, Judith, who supposedly is dating someone from Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, Mia, you literally saw this guy at yeah. the dance. You saw like, making out. Months ago. <laughs> right. Um, I think she says... Um, is Mia asks her, is apathy toward Valentine's Day inherent in the senior class or something? Um, but then Judith is like, you could just opt out, like, who cares? Um, I mean, Judith's not like rude, I don't think Judith's rude to her or anything, like, Judith is just like chatting with her, yeah. Um, but anyway, this scene to me is very intentional and no spoilies, but let's all remember this. <laughs> So okay. you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't think so. <gasps> okay. I don't think so. I think I'm going to... S- Never mind. Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Okay. So we're going to file this one away. Um, put it in your t- mind, grapes. Put it in your mind, grapes. I love, <laughs> that. I love those references. Um, <laughs> Tina and Ling Su and Lily are doing like a... I wrote Lily. Did I mean Lily? Maybe oh no, Shamika has a boyfriend. So Tina and Lily and Ling Su are doing a Valentine's Day movie marathon. Um oh, yeah. Tina's Tina's top five movies all star um Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. 
Um, are you going to talk about these later, I guess? No, because we've talked about all of them yeah. before. Um, but we, we can just read the list, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a great list. I mean, if you haven't seen any of these movies, I would absolutely suggest watching them. So Breakfast at Tiffany's, Funny Face, Sabrina, Charade, or Charade. Um, (laughs) and my fair lady uh which i love all of these movies they're really fantastic obviously breakfast at tiffany's has some uh cultural issues not now they were bad back then as well but you know i don't even remember i don't think i've seen it since i was like 14 uh mickey rooney is in yellow face mickey rooney is also in phantom of the megaplex Which I watched. We watched that on Disney Plus at Halloween. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. That's it's really scary. It is a little scary. It's loosely based on Phantom of the Opera. What? Very loosely. (laughs) (laughs) It's mostly based on genius, which we'll mention later. Um, There's also all these funny pop culture, like oh, we'd be so devastated if so and so broke up, such as Justin and Brittany, which obviously. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> no and spoilers. in her, um, are you going to read her? Um, oh, to Michael. I wrote, yeah. I highlighted it with a little heart. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Okay, yeah, I'll read it. So <laughs> Mia wrote Michael a poem. Oh, Michael, can't you see? You and me were meant to be. Just like Britney's got her Justin. For you, I will always be lusting. You're the best I ever had. I'm your Jennifer. You're my Brad. That is really good. That is really good. Mia has got bars. Yes. I have this weird memory of my babysitter in middle school coming to pick me up. I guess we were in eighth. I don't know. I remember how old we were, but my babysitter came to pick me up from school. And like I got in the car and she was like, Jennifer and Brad broke up. And I was like, no, uh, no, they didn't. And she was like, yes, they did. Yes, they did. It happened. And I would, like, I would always argue with her. I, like, I was such a little shit. I was like, oh, yeah, who did you hear that from? And she's like, it's everywhere. It's all over the news. They've announced it. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, who cares? Like, whatever. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, that's sad. Yeah. It was, I love they're Jennifer. still friends. They're still friends. So that's good. They're still friends. Yeah. That reminds me. You can cut this out if this is not a nice story. Oh, in high school, the guy I was dating called me to tell me that Michael Jackson had died. And I fully was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you are wrong. Fair, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was. I really didn't, didn't believe him. him. And I saw it on TV somewhere later and I was like, oh. <laughs> he died right around. He died like two days after um, our governor at the time had been caught having an affair. He said, Mark right. Sanford said that he was on tri- hiking the Appalachian Trail and he was actually in Argentina. Argentina. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he was dating or well, he was having an affair with this woman. And I remember thinking because Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett died very close to each other. Right. And I remember being like, oh, thank God. Like, we're not going to be in the news that much anymore. Because <laughs> oh, I was in California. <laughs> I was in California when it happened. And, like, everyone was talking about it. And we, they're like, oh, y'all are from South Carolina? Like, you, did you hear about this thing that oh. happened? And we were like, yeah, we fucking yeah. did. Thanks for bringing We're, like, it. always in the news for embarrassing shit. <sighs> embarrassing why, were in, why were you in California? Why don't I remember this? I was nannying my cousins, <laughs> nannying. I was babysitting my cousins. I was basically just changing diapers. Nice. Yeah. Free trip to rad. Cali. Yeah, we went to um, Carmel. Oh, that's where the Mediator series is set. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's a uh, uh, great like book series. I'm sure most of our Genovian fans know how amazing it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that reading. Uh, <laughs> Grammar is missing. 
all in big letters. All caps. All caps. <laughs> um, and there's this funny quote where Mia says, I truly pity anyone who would try to kidnap Gromare. First of all, they would probably choke to death from all the secondhand smoke. And if that didn't finish them off, all the criticizing of their kidnapping technique would make them wish they were dead. <laughs> That's great. Um, I feel, yeah, Gromare would critique. Would critique oh, kidnapping. Sure. Like, like, Zip ties. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, right. And okay, on page 54, Mia makes this comparison of Dr. Steve to being like the somewhere earlier in the book, she talks about uh Waco and what mm-hmm. happened there. And then she she says here on page 54, especially a guy who might turn out to be a Svengali David Koresh fundamentalist Mormon Rasputin type. So she's got <laughs> a lot of uh analogies she's building on. I don't know what Svengali is. Should I? <laughs> I don't know if I know that one. Hang on, give me one sec. I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, David Koresh, David Koresh, whatever, was like the cult leader in Waco. Um, and in his cult, you uh only slept with like 14-year-olds and that got you into heaven or something. According to the documentary series we watched on Netflix. Yeah. The guy who was in that was really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. is a character in a book. That oh. and then a person who exercises a controlling or mesmeric influence over another, especially for a sinister purpose. Mm, so, Dr. Steve, Dr. Basically. Steve, um, yes, anyway. So, Grommer's missing, that or we'll leave that plot. Um, Helen and Mia have a really lovely chat where Helen tells Mia that she shouldn't give up on Valentine's Day just because Michael's not interested in it, if it's important to her. And Mia's kind of like, well, it's lame to give a Valentine if you're not going to give one back. And Helen's like, well, that's what love is, is giving with nothing. You don't expect things in return. And I think that's nice. And Mia, in a shocking display of maturity, decides Mm -hmm. she agrees. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which I like it. I like... you know, she decides that she doesn't care if Michael laughs. She's going to do this. She's going to give him a Valentine. And I think that that's nice. Yeah, I think that's really nice. I like that. Um, I like that she decided to do that because yeah, she's like, yeah, but if I give him a Valentine, he's going to think I'm a giant dork, which is nice. Anyone who loves you won't think you're a giant dork, which is what Helen, I'm sorry, what Mia says, what Helen says. And that's very true. That's very nice. It's, it's always nice to show someone that you appreciate them. So on Valentine's Day, Mia gives Lars a funny card. And I think that's nice. And I think mm-hmm. that's her taking what Mr. G said to heart about like Valentine's Day isn't necessarily that's just funny. for like people you love or like people you're in love with, but people you care about. Yeah. And I think it's nice that she Absolutely. gives Lars a card. Super nice, yeah. I mean, and um, she really should. All the shit she puts him through. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. He deserves a lot. Um, oh, I have a note in my notes. As I was reading this at this point, you read looked over at me and said that he wanted a taser for Christmas. Yeah, Captain Buzzkill over here and won't give me a taser. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a note was, of that. That was one of my favorite lines too you- <laughs> when she's talking about uh, Tina and Dave and she says, poor Tina, I hate that stupid Dave. Uh, he better hope he doesn't run into me anytime soon. Lars got a new taser for Christmas and he's been itching to use it on someone. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Well, taste Dave. Dave sucks. Um, yeah, fuck Dave. So Kenny gives Mia a box of chocolates and a Valentine's card. 
So as we all know, Kenny is Mia's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. What do we think of this? I think it's weird. He's a Leo. It's weird. It is weird. Exactly. Kenny's a Leo. And oh, Tina right. Points yes. this out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a little weird. Maybe yeah. a card would have been okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know about that. Especially. I mean, if it did, he do it, it like was it? It was just me, right? Like he didn't just. We don't know. Mass Valentine's. I Doubt mean, it. I don't know why you would get because it's it's a specific kind of co- uh, almost said coffee. A specific kind of chocolate. It's the Whitman sampler. The Whitman sampler. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't know if you buy more than one of those for yeah, someone they're like I, big. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I thought it was kind of weird, but also we know Kenny's weird and I feel like he kind of holds a flame for her. And they did only break up two months ago. Very true. And that, well, they dated for three. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, no, they dated for like a month and a half, right? Cause they got together at Halloween and then they broke up in mid December. Oh yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's weird. Kenny, get it together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's Thumbs weird. Down, Kenny, come on. <laughs> God, um, Kenny, I hope you're embarrassed. <laughs> you should be. Boy. Um, anyway, Josh pulled his groin doing something lax, <laughs> um, and can't take Lana to dinner. Which is, that's a weird, um, I don't know. I feel like that's that's a weird injury to be like, oh, sorry, I can't go out to dinner. I pulled yes, my groin. Weird. Pulled my no groin. injury will stop me from going to dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These right. resis is happening. Yeah. Espe- yeah. Especially if you have a reservation. And yeah. Like and a apparently promise. a hard to get one. Yeah. At the number five most romantic restaurant in the world. Exactly. According to Architectural Digest. <laughs> according to the huge fonted message at the front of one of my land two of by C's website. Makes sense. We've done some research for yeah, That is <laughs> so funny. It's been like, a good bit of time on their website. I feel like that's like not that I mean it's not like it's not impressive, but I feel like I wouldn't brag about being the fifth most romantic well, in the world. That's only one per country. Country. My standards are just, my standards are just really high. <laughs> for romance especially. Kenny's um, birthday is July 23rd. Okay, so he is a Leo. Barely. He's on the cusp. He's on the He's cusp. He's a cusp. What's the one before Leo? Cancer. Okay. Like I know anything. <laughs> my dad. Um, my dad's birthday is the twenty second. It's July twenty second. So, so he's on the cusp as well. Oh, but he's a Cancer. No, he he's a- on the he's on the cusp of being a Cancer and a Leo. Isn't it's on the twenty the twenty second is the day. Okay. So he's definitely. He, I mean, Kenny is decidedly a Leo, but he's like really early on. Like I'm like right in the middle. So I am supposed to have like all of, yeah. I'm supposed to have like all the traits. Interesting. Do you feel like you do? No, I don't. No. <laughs> Not at all. I feel like I'm a really bad Leo. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. It's all made up anyway. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> So Lana has like a fit of rage when she finds out they're not going to get their one if by land, two if by sea dinner. And she like bumps into the guy who hates it when they pour corn in the chili and spills chili all over herself. So that's just a fun moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so Mia gives Michael his Valentine. And it is a coupon book, which she has made with things for Michael, like a kiss or a dinner date or like a, I don't know if back rubs on there, but that's just probably something she would do. I don't know. Maybe not too sensual. And I think 
I have two thoughts about this. I think it's really nice and thoughtful. I also think it's something that like a five-year-old does for Mother's Day. <laughs> but oh, I don't know. I feel like, uh, well, yes. <laughs> but I feel like that's something that people do. Yeah, that's true. I guess like you're broke <laughs> and you're like, yeah, all right. It is thoughtful. Like it takes effort. You have to like make it. So overall, it's cute. And Michael's really nice about it and he likes it. And I think that's good. And they make out at the lunch and table. Someone says, Lily, yeah, they make out a lunch mm-hmm. table. And Lily says, oh, God, get a room. <laughs> Which, like, hey, don't make out at the lunch table. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, that's, oh, yuck. Don't PDA do that. In general, it's just, it's just horrible. But <laughs> yeah, it's just ever anywhere. Mm-hmm. Don't ever. I, I don't even like to, I don't like to watch people make out in movies. It's oh just gross. Helen and I, so Helen and I started watching, or Helen's always watched The Bachelor, but I decided to start watching The Bachelor with her. So I've mm-hmm. watched like the last half of this season. And one of the things they do is like, one of the more recent eps was like a girl's tell all blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. then like The Bachelor comes out and this is like before we know who he's proposed to, yada, yada, yada. And they like kind of put him on blast because apparently he kisses with his eyes. With his open. eyes open. Yes, I've seen that on like <laughs> memes and stuff. So weird, but they did this like long, like I swear it was like a full minute of him making like close up making out with these girls. Ugh. And his eyes are just like slightly open. And some of the girls like commented yeah. and they were like, Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> like, did no one tell you? <laughs> That is strange. Well, clearly he's making an effort to close them some. So why not go all the way? He's like peeking. Yeah, he's like he's, <laughs> he's like peeking. peeking. <laughs> See, like it. it's so oh, weird. It was That's so his name, weird. right, Matt? Matt, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think everybody knows at this point that he picks the like racist one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like official yet. I wonder if he's. Yeah, they, we'll find out. We'll find out tomorrow. Tomorrow oh. is the proposal. Well, you guys um, know. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I, I think at the time of the recording when he was, um, when they were doing the girls tell all, which was recorded on February 4th, he was single. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I think. And that was before it came out that she was like racist and dumb. Um, so I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll find see. out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So Boris is inspired by me and Michael's successful Valentine's exchange. And I think this is adorable. He gets up and he's he plays on his violin, music of the night from Phantom of the Opera to Lily, which, okay, getting serenaded is like always embarrassing. Yes. At least for me. <laughs> um, but it's a nice thought and he gives her the necklace and she's a huge asshole about it she's not even a little bit gracious he does really cute thing too he like puts the necklace on the end of his bow yeah and like and like leans down and gives it to her and she's cute she says boris is amazing what is she she what's this how did that get on your bow and oh my god you actually got me that dorky necklace from k's like she's such a jerk it's like even if you don't like something a general rule like I don't care who has given you what you say thank you you say thank you and then like you never have to fucking wear that necklace ever again except for like maybe twice just to show that you have it and you appreciate it but like just be polite if someone got like takes the time just be nice but here's the thing 
This to me indicates that she really doesn't like Boris that much because I think if JP gave her this necklace, she would wear it. Oh, yeah. Because when you like care about the person and they're excited to give you a gift, you're excited to like show that you like it. Yeah. Like even if you don't, like you're you want to show them that, like, look, I'm wearing my heart necklace, my my simulated ruby heart pendant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and she's a fucking asshole about it. And he like also, sidebar, I really love Phantom of the Opera. Any other fans out there, <laughs> hit me up. Um, <laughs> anyway, Michael calls her out, and Lily's like, well, you didn't get me anything. And Michael's like, well, I tell Mia that I love her every day. When do you ever tell Boris that you give two fucks about him? Mm-hmm. And she's like, crotchety old bitch. Yeah, it's such bad form and it it's yeah, it's a yeah, she's the fucking worst. I hate her. And, they and I think you're totally right. That I hadn't thought about that. I think you're totally right that she likes the idea of having like possession of Boris, yes. but she doesn't like give a shit about him as a person. Not even a little. Which is obviously screwed up. Not okay. Like that's not mm-hmm. how relationships work. No. She's just awful. And but they mm-hmm. She goes into the supply closet during GNT and they make up and make out among yeah. who knows what else. Um, Hopefully he took out his bionator. <laughs> probably. Well, let's hope. Um, <laughs> Tina is obviously very jealous of the necklace. Mm-hmm. As we've said, Tina wants one. Tina loves at the level 100 che- cheesy is like Tina's dream. Oh, yeah. Great. Love that. Um, and so Mia tells Tina that she'll come to like the Valentine's party that they're doing or valentine's hang whatever yeah because she and michael like exchange gifts whatever but michael got the very hard to get reservation at one if by land two if by sea because someone canceled due to a groin injury (laughs) um but and because and he gives her like one of the coupons that she made like dinner with me and she's like oh i'm sorry like I'm hanging out with Tina. Like, I'm I thought, so proud of her in this moment. Me too. I was going to say. I love this. Yes. And she, she's not, it's not passive aggressive and it's not bishy. She's just like, I thought you weren't into it. We did like gifts and I told Tina I'd hang out with her and I'm like not going to break plans with her. Love it. Yeah, that's great. And I will say like Jordan always had a boyfriend in high school and she definitely never was like was like, oh no, I can't hang out because like so and so called me and now we're hanging out. So like, well, actually, most of the time it was us hang out with whatever. Yeah, boyfriend. usually Francis just. <laughs> I came. was there. I was just there, and I was like, "What's up? Yeah. <laughs> we're all hanging." The eternal tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, I mean, I don't know. I think it goes pretty well. I don't make fun of. I don't make fun of you that much, do I, Reed? I think it's like a nice. <laughs> It's a good balance. It's a good balance. <laughs> it's a good balance. It's a happy medium. Yeah. It's a nice happy medium. Yeah. It's nice. It <laughs> it's good. But yeah, I, I think it was really cool that Mia didn't cancel the plans with Tina. And she was honest with Michael about like, you said you didn't like it. So I didn't like yeah, for, push. <laughs> yeah, all of Mia's flaws, she does tend to do the right thing when it really matters mm-hmm. yeah and that's what really matters that absolutely yes. and well, also I mean again. Michael takes it really well but yeah. also like I hope he realizes I hope this was a learning moment for him that you can't just like last minute be like oh I just realized that you wanted to do something so <laughs> I made plans yeah. <laughs> and he um he does say like I I mean he's never had a girlfriend he's not really used to like doing things but she did 
offer a number of hints. She did. That, again, he didn't pick up fucking Valentine's on. Day. It didn't yeah. sneak up on you. <laughs> yeah, like you, you have a girlfriend. You know you have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know typically Valentine's Day is for relationships. Like, anyway. Um, but it's it's a good kind of wrap up there for that situation. Like, and they agree that they're gonna hang out the day after Valentine's Day and kind of make that their tradition, which I think is nice. Yeah, that's really cute. I like that. Yeah, have your it's own nice. traditions. Yeah, absolutely. Do your thing. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have fun traditions that are special? Tell us about them. Oh yeah. Tell us. We'd love to hear. Um, quick final notes. Grammaire. <laughs> so I guess Dr. Steve con- professed his love to Gromare and asked her to marry him, and she like sprained her ankle fleeing. <laughs> so both of his predictions did come true. She was proposed to, and she hurt herself. Uh, and so then, of course, Mia's like, "What if he's right about the Leo thing?" Um, but I think that I mean, was just. Uh, I mean, you can easily be like, "Oh, hey, Reed, I predict that like." you're going to be in pain later and then sit here and pinch you because like I predicted it <laughs> but, quote unquote but to to give Dr. Steve a little bit of credit he did correctly predict that NSYNC would break up so. True. oh yeah <laughs> he did who could have predicted that who would have seen it I didn't see it coming <laughs> no one did oh, that was um, heartbreaking heartbreaking but at the end of the book (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the book michael climbs mia's fire escape and serenades her with tall drink of water and we do get lyrics remember books and books ago you asked and they were in here so yes and it's a cute it's a cute i want to like i cute and obvious as fuck Mm -hmm. oh my god yes (laughs) the fact that mia was questioning it yeah oh god come on what a dingus come on do you guys have any stray thoughts? I don't think so. I want to definitely find someone to record that though. Tall drink oh, of water. Sure. I mean, yeah. Let's any budding musicians out there. <laughs> right. We have no money, but we do have gratitude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a very, very, very um modest social media following <laughs> <laughs> modest now. but enthusiastic we'll about it oh for sure yeah. small in number but mighty in zest mm. <laughs> in zeal um do you have any stray thoughts i i just i had a billion like favorite lines i wrote down oh my gosh let's hear them i think uh Queen Meg is basically just my favorite author at this point based <laughs> off of my list here. Um, we read off most of them though, but I really like, this one's less of a line and more of just a concept in general, but I love the, the like post hoc foreshadowing of Tina and Boris mm-hmm. both saying ooh simultaneously to something that Lily said. Yeah. I just thought that was super cool. Um, heartbreaking in general to have to go back in time to where Boris and Tina aren't together. Uh, yeah. Just the worst. Mm. Absolutely. Um, other than that, just kind of like some stray favorite lines I really liked, uh, but I really, really like Michael's pheromones. They're way better than some Leo boys pheromones. I'm <laughs> sure of it. <laughs> um, and then I read, I read the one about little Debbie's probably the best line and maybe any book ever. Um, <laughs> the whole ode to Michael on page 51 we went through. That was awesome. Um, also Wait, reminds no. me. What did you actually write, though? <laughs> to, to the O to Michael on yes. page fifty-one. I said that I think that Mia's oh. got bars, and then it reminded me of no, Television that. Love by Little Nico. 
which Shout is out to Matt. Which is maybe the greatest song <laughs> of the 2000s true. so oh my far. God. Wait, what is Tele- it? Okay, Television Love. It's like this tiny child rapper singer, Little Nico. Nico. Okay, he sings this song for some. Okay, former guest Matt does this thing where he's on YouTube for like hours in the middle of the night and he finds the most random things. But this song is this phenomenal. little kid singing about all of these uh, couples. Who are basically all broken up now. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'll send you a link. It's amazing. Look it up. It's a great jam. I can't wait. (laughs) I'm so excited. No, I was saying you wrote the ode to Michael is hashtag fire emojis. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Ode to Michael, the whole thing. Hashtag fire emojis. It is really Um, good. I think that's most of them. I I said the thing about the end singing. I thought that was really funny. Tina talking about Tina just touting Dr. Steve's resume (laughs) because he correctly predicted that in sync would break up. Oh yeah. Um, oh, also, this is uh, Mia talking about Grandmere, but saying, I mean, not about the princess lessons, but by my grandma being bamboozled by some flim flam astrologist. So just getting the words bamboozled and flim flam <laughs> in the same sentence. She's just really good at that. What was the um? Smith. What was the book where she talks about? Uh, she uses another word for knickknacks. Oh, um, gods and folderols. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Book, yes. Uh, it was about the, uh, yeah. what did you spend all the money on? Folderols and googles. <laughs> um, uh, great job, Meg. <laughs> great job, just, Meg. Yeah, just amazing. And I often feel just like super dumb reading these because Mia has just a way more extensive vocabulary than I do. <laughs> I have to Google so much stuff. I mean, it seems like her schooling is pretty rigorous. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah, I think she's very well educated, but not Mm -hmm. super smart. Right. But she's only 15. She'll get there. 14 here. Oh, Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. She's only 14 in this part. Um, Is that all your favorite lines? uh, Yeah, that's that's all the one. Wait, do you have straight plot thoughts, though? Um, No, I mean, I think you did. You did a really good job. As always, I think you covered the majority of of what I wanted to say. Um, Oh, this is an interesting question. Do kids still exchange Valentine's cards and candy in school? Yes, I still think. I don't know. I think so. I think so. But I I mean, the rule- Young kids. Yeah, I would think the rule, I think like K through five is like the Mm -hmm. rule is you have to bring something for everyone. Yeah, you bring like a little card and like- candy right that's what i was talking peanut about. free of course peanut free of course of course so, and no gluten free dairy free uh i remember we used to have like a uh party like a valentine's day party yeah and we, we had like yeah. a st patty's day party that's fun we had a yeah. lot of parties like I think so pizza yeah. so good oh what about where where do you think the line is drawn for hypothetical situations that need to be addressed in princess lessons practicing? oh as i just wrote that as oh. she was talking about she was practicing putting on a sorry Um, and it's like how Mm -hmm. how specific do these hypotheticals get like where does where does gray mirror draw the line as to like (laughs) what hypothetical situation that could pop up that warrants you practicing it yeah i feel like could you not just like have someone show you how to do that typically are like the fancier ones like the more formal ones aren't they typically isn't that a two-person job normally I think it is. Yeah, so I don't know. someone yeah. has to be there to help. Okay, so yeah. maybe this situation I think it's is complex. complex enough to warrant it. Yeah, like I think there's like everyday ones that are more easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything. Someone please correct us. Yeah, let us <laughs> um, know. Yeah, let us know. a podcast about sorries, but <laughs> yes. guys, let us know if you're into that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, well, I don't have a, I read, I only had one favorite line, um, which I read. Do you have any more? Mm-mm, I read all mine. 
Yeah, I wish y'all could see Reed's notes. They are <laughs> thorough. I just don't want to make. I want to make sure nothing from his genius think, gets missed. Oh yes, think, yes, please. I, mean, yeah, it, I think that was that was the majority of it. Oh, I did have to back to me having to Google things. Like I didn't make it. I literally didn't make it five pages into this when I had to Google something, which is <laughs> what a brocade. I'm sure I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. What a brocade settee is. Settee, set, a, a brocade settee. Yeah. Oh, did you guys yeah. know what that is? Broke. Yeah. It broke. It's a. It's, it's like, like a, it's a style. Um, if I ever get a if I ever get a man cave, it's definitely being called the bro cave. Um, <laughs> well, but either way, it's just like a it's a fancy old like chair couch hybrid. That broke is like, like one of my favorite words. And there's actually um, there's a new it's new ish. There's like a um, a new like website. Oh, what is it called? It's called like absolutely broke or super broke or something like that. Um, and it's like all stuff that's like way too expensive for me to even look at but like but but it has really good stuff on it it's like um an antiques website um pot broke I don't remember but anyway yeah uh yeah that's a good one that, that's a good I just, that's yeah, not and I just that jotted that the only reason I, know I, the only reason I, I even noted that. that is just because it's like the most grammar looking piece of furniture <laughs> of course yeah. yeah it is that is a fact um we love grammar uh, yes yeah. love hate love hate love okay. hate yeah i love how fabulous she is uh, yes absolutely um i am hearing something i am too is there another package <laughs> at your door or is what there is it? <laughs> or is it it might be the pop culture machine um uh-huh. this is truly like the least amount of pop culture i've ever done like because everything we, we talked about pretty much yeah. everything in here um the only two things that I haven't talked about yet because we talked about one if by land and we talked about the Whitman sampler mm-hmm. um which the Whitman sampler are those like jewel shaped chocolates we didn't say that before but that's like you would recognize them oh, if okay. you saw them um and they're like I didn't look how much how much they cost actually now that I think about it um Whitman sampler were you just trying to show let's see I was just showing you what I would have ordered. <laughs> oh, I'll read while you're Googling. Reed picked out what he would order from one if by land to if I see <laughs> the grilled that. Spanish octopus for appetizer, New Zealand rack of venison. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Princess Mia in parentheses with roasted Brussels sprouts. <laughs> so if you, ever, if you ever mention a restaurant to me, like probably before we finish our conversation, I have already Googled and hypothetically. That's ordered good. No, from no, that's that good though. It's good to be prepared. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Even if you're never going to eat at this restaurant. <laughs> um, the, the Whitman sampler is not crazy expensive. They have the, oh, this is the sugar-free one, but it's like a 10 ounce box. It's 12 bucks. They're not, yeah, they're not crazy. 10 ounces is small though. That's probably only like three chocolates. No, it's like, it looks like nine. Oh, I stand corrected. Um, okay. 12 bucks for nine chocolates is not that bad. Yeah. Still, it's not yeah. crazy. Yeah. They're not crazy expensive. They're really honestly I might, I want to go buy some. <laughs> um, Meg uh, sold us. Right. They talk about uh, Jean Dixon. I don't know if I pronounce that right. Her name is J-E-A-N-E. Is that Jean? It's probably Jean. Or- right. Okay. Um, Jean Dixon. So uh, I looked her up. Apparently she was this psychic who like infiltrated the White House basically. Um, but she's like in good standing. Like she didn't infiltrate in a bad way. Like she just somehow made friends with some people, but she was apparently good at predicting assassinations. She predicted the assassination of JFK and she oh, wow. predicted the attempted assassination of Pope John Paul II. 
Um, and she like went and had like meetings with Richard Nixon. Man, that's pretty wild. Right. And she was like good friends with uh, Nancy Reagan. Um, and I guess they just like talked a lot, which is super random and weird. And I had never heard of that. I don't know. It was just real. I was like, huh. Okay, cool. There's a psychic on the White House staff. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, the only other one I had that we've not mentioned or had mentioned before is Pam Anderson. Uh, I'm so, mentioned her. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Like, we talked about Baywatch so much, but right. she, they, they haven't mentioned Pam Anderson. So Pam Anderson was an actress on that. And she's still sort of relevant, I guess. I think she, she definitely was, was in, like, the early millennium. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was still, like, m- super relevant. But, yeah, those were, that's literally all I had. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Light section. Super light. Thank you for that. Okay. Now we have to do our, our guest section. Millennial this or that. Inflate <laughs> on me. Okay. All right. Inflatable furniture or see-through phones? See-through phones. Choker necklaces or studded belts? Both. Okay. No, <laughs> studded belts, bad to choose. InSync or Backstreet Boys? InSync. Trucker hats or low-rise jeans? Trucker hats. Brittany or Extina? Gwen Stefani. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag free Britney. I liked that. Hashtag free Britney. Uh, Okay, tub thumping or mbop? Tub thumping. Okay, so we know what it is. Pokemon <laughs> or Tamagotchi? Pokemon. Lizzie McGuire or That's So Raven? That's So Raven. Real World or Pimp My Ride? Pimp My Ride. Yo, dog, we heard you like podcasts. <laughs> we put a podcast in your podcast. Wow, that's oh my gosh. <laughs> that was that, good. Yeah. Dated social norms. I don't really I, see any I just was kind of like Valentine's Day, but like not really because they're pretty cool yeah. about it. Yeah. And I mean, Valentine's Day is still a thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think like feelings about it have remained consistent. <laughs> yeah. I honestly I like I like that this book doesn't like fall necessarily into like, oh, Valentine's Day is stupid, but it's more just like Valentine's Day is whatever you want it to be. Like yeah. it's if you want to celebrate your love, your friendship, whatever. Like I I just like I don't know. I thought the message was good. Yeah. I was definitely. Happy. All right. Um, biggest bully. I mean, always. Does anyone forever? Have <laughs> forevermore. It's Lily. Always. always. Lily, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. <laughs> what the do hell? You, do you have a rebuttal? No, I don't have a rebuttal. So I, I definitely was not going to pass out my, my opportunity to, to crown Lily the biggest bully. But I do think there is a very strong argument for Dr. Steve for like <laughs> borderline physical and sexual assault. Interesting. On so I think that should put him put him at least in the running yeah um, does like yeah, attempted lily. mind control count as bullying oh, probably yeah. hmm. interesting point but yeah lily i didn't think she did anything like nothing extremely overt or over the top here but just one consistently being like always choosing to be an unsupportive and ultimately cruel friend and mm-hmm. also just being publicly humiliating boris again mm-hmm. which is just so unnecessary yeah, it's so unnecessary. It's awful. So, Lily, you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love the commitment. That's the only reason that I came here today. Oh my god. It's so it. nice. Read listens um, to every episode. It's so touching. <laughs> we can't talk about bullies without talking about. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? The Rose Dumbbell Spokowski beautiful nice it's getting hard to do, to do different <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> it every time. oh thanks um 
surprisingly, there were none. From Mia, I mean, obviously Lily's an asshole to him, yeah. but Mia and really nobody says anything mean about Boris. Not even like a backhanded compliment, like when Mia's like, Boris almost looked handsome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's looked a... mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exciting. Boris is like really coming up in the world. Um, if I could sidebar briefly, Reed, I wanted to ask you, who's your favorite character so far? It's probably, if I could do, if I could cheat and do Tina and Boris as an entity, as a couple, oh. that would be my favorite, but oh. it would probably... It, those are my two favorite characters i would probably pick boris at this point um, i think that makes I, sense i'm majorly heart boris <laughs> just for being like he seems just like a sweetheart but he's also super interesting like he's a yeah. he's a very talented musician and, yeah you know he doesn't live in his his homeland he just seems like a, a super cool guy and then he gets hot so it's like <laughs> I mean, he yeah, gets, he's, you know, super w. cool now. I think, was it Steven <laughs> that said that compared Boris to uh, Neville? Yes. So, I, so yeah. I thought like the exact same thing. I think I even said something to you about that, mm-hmm. like before yeah. I heard Steven say that. So we we're on the, the same wavelength there. But yeah, Boris and, and Neville have the same energy. They do. Yeah. And I heart Boris forever. Love Boris is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tina's I agree. too. Yes, yes, absolutely. Tina's I like them together. Friend. You're right, though. Them as an entity is, yeah. is very nice. Yeah. They deserve each other. Oh, absolutely. Like, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like yes, yes. Each other. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, thank you for answering that question. That was very exciting. Um, all right, loser. We. Do you I have, go first? Yeah, please go first. I had Grandmere. Okay. And, and that's, so, I, and I approach this, I think y'all have been pretty consistent with this, with approaching it as, like, the loser is who had the worst outcome like things went oh. the least in their mm-hmm. favor is that generally mm-hmm. how you are yeah. approaching it you're and, just and the opposite your wording for... is so much more articulate than ours <laughs> we're just true. like the whole book you know? <laughs> that's not true that's it all the book the whole stuff all the things that happen all the things that happen if they're bad to the person that's yeah, what so, the thing is so grand mayor have a lot bad happen here <laughs> <laughs> no so she she broke her toe she got bamboozled by this flim flam astrologist um so i i had grand mirror okay. as the loser here Who do you I, so i had actually two options okay i i said either boris or lana just oh, because it's yeah, so sometimes. interesting we all have different ones okay, <laughs> yeah give me arguments and i'll do mine <laughs> it was mostly just because they're they're val- they really were building up their valentine's day plans and ideas and Ooh. it really didn't go according to plan and lana that does stink like she's dating the most popular guy or whatever and it just and, <sighs> she thinks she's gonna have the perfect and get into the restaurant <laughs> yeah, yeah like she's she no had this solve. whole idea and it didn't so work good. out in her favor and then she got salsa in her hair and she got like corn all over herself. It's Sweet just morning. not, it's not ideal. And, but, and then it's Boris, true. of course, like Boris, obviously, like, as you said, it's not because of what he does. It's because of what happens to him. And he is like pouring his heart out for this girl who is such a jerk. Yeah. And he like, plays her a song, does all this so stuff. Sweet. And she's just the worst. Mm-hmm. And he, I hate Lily. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, those are those are very mm-hmm. salient arguments. Mine is the least good out of what I've just heard. <laughs> I chose Dr. Steve. <laughs> um, which I, an astrologist. In hindsight, <laughs> if you're listening to y'all, is like doesn't really make sense just because like uh, he's Grummer. Honestly, knowing Grummer, 
she probably fucking came for him after all this went down. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> like, dead. He's yeah, for dead. sure. Dead. But 100%. that's not canon. So I <laughs> like y'all's answers better. <laughs> okay. I think y'all's are much better than mine. Yeah, and I I'm mean, gonna take really, Dr. Steve out of the mix. <laughs> yeah, really, all of it is just Valentine's Day didn't go, go according to plan for anyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Flip side. Okay. Winner. Winner. I'll go first this time, I guess. Okay. I have me. Okay. <laughs> because uh, I think we see some growth here, um, mm-hmm. some maturity. She sort of ends up with really a good situation. Like Michael kind of respects her you know what she did for valentine's day and wants to like reciprocate um and she also is loyal to her friends and i don't know i just think it she she took some good advice heart which we don't see from her often <laughs> so that's why i picked mia i was similar only i said mia and michael together mm, like as that. the winner just okay. because like both of the, i think both of them had growing moments um when it came not just to valentine's day but to like expressing love in general you know and yes hopefully michael learned how to make a reservation in a timely manner (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah but i agree i agree with everything you said yeah i yeah they're great Uh, yeah i agree as well i had mia i think so far for me at the by the end of every book i think there's been a strong argument for mia being the way princess protagonist so it should be that way give the people what they want mm-hmm. um, but yeah similar <laughs> oh, the same reasons uh, same reasons you guys were saying she has I, I think a lot of a lot of growth and maturity and and sticking you know sticking to her friends but also even outside of that she still gets a big romantic gesture mm-hmm. from Michael you know shows up and like she still gets what she wanted before she even like showed the growth of of what she wanted out of valentine's day so True. definitely had mia as the winner nice well, like that. yeah well said that was good i'm so glad we yay mia agree. yeah <laughs> yay mia <laughs> thank goodness yeah oh my goodness what a whirlwind this has been it's been so nice reed thank you so, so much nice. for joining thank us. you and again thank you for supporting this wacky thing francis and i are doing yes feels very nice to have spousal support for these creative juices that are oh, just yes. flowing. Yeah, absolutely. No, you guys are amazing. Um, oh, thanks. Hey, You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> what a great Did husband. Oh, <laughs> this tricycle will never die. Um, <laughs> did you have an organization you'd like to plug for our Royal Wave? Uh, yes. So the organization is uh, Dispensary of Hope. They're a an organization based out of Nashville um, that but they operate all around the country. They essentially help coordinate, uh, they basically help coordinate in getting free medication to people that can't afford it, um, which is a, a major issue. So they're doing good work. Nice. Nice, that's awesome. We pull up their website so I can read it. Yeah. Sorry. We had it pulled up, but our computer turned dark. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, Reed is a pharmacist, and so proper health care is very near and dear to his heart. Yes, absolutely. We love a... Okay, so the website is dispensaryofhope.org. Um, they're a charitable medication distributor. That is such a cool org and located in our state. Very cool. Good choice. Nice. And as always, support your local animal shelters. Yes. Oh, yeah, too. absolutely. Make your money, time, and love. Adopt, oh. don't shop. Yes. 
Well, thank you for being here today. Yeah. This was amazing. I've had so much fun. It's been wonderful. And it's if you have wonderful. any uh, read-specific questions that you would like to ask, uh, there's a multitude of ways in which you can contact us so we can get those questions to him. <laughs> uh, we have a Facebook, uh, The Podcast Diaries, Instagram, The Podcast Diary 1, Twitter, The Podcast Diary uh, and you can send us a whole email at, oh, send us a whole email and tell us about your favorite Valentine's Day or your least favorite Valentine's yes. Day. That would be super fun. Um, at the podcast diary at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find all this info on our website at www.thepodcastdiaries.com. Yeah. Um, what are we reading next? Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about what okay. we're reading next, friends. We will be starting volume eight, Princess on the Brink. So obviously we will start at the beginning because that's the best way to read a book. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're, we're, we're going to start at the beginning. We're going to stop it. Um, so the last section we'll read is Wednesday, September 8th, Chemistry. So we'll be stopping at Wednesday, September 8th, Pre-Calc. Okay. So, so everyone else. Very thank you guys exciting. for listening. Yes, thank Love you, you so much. Thank and you. yeah, all that's left to do is say a royal goodbye to you. And, and to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>